How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Three o'clock hour upon us here. Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Tony Gwynn Jr. sitting across from me. Chris Ello. We've had lots of uh, questions about where Chris is. I have no idea. Where, where, oh, wait, he is. I do he know. just came from Utah, so that's not. He's going to Colorado State. Fort Colorado Collins. State. Yes. And uh, he was like, I'm going to try to get on by the end of the show, but. Listen, Scraby and goes. I have, have <laughs> experienced this enough that we're not counting on it. No, we're I know definitely he, not. He definitely really wants to be here. Yes. But uh, for sake of. Uh, being prepared, we, we're going to pretend like he's not going to be here. I can't roll my eyes anymore than I did last time when I told him off the air, <laughs> we should just count on you not being there. And he's like, no, Scrape, I'm going to be there. And then he wasn't there. Scrape was so irritated. I was. I was so irritated I didn't even bring it up on the show. That that tells you how irritated I am. But we were just talking about the, the weather because of the rain. We're not a cathedral. And we we're looking ahead to see maybe next week at Poway whether or not we're going to be able to do it. And uh, we discovered. Good. It's not looking good. It's supposed to rain from Sunday night through Friday next week. First of all, one of the uh, the music stations out here, they posted something about this storm. And it's it's rather uh, scary, I would say, right? It's it, the way they framed it. Now, I'll tell you how they Is framed it. Is this fear-mongering? It. Life-threatening storm headed straight for California. Oh, forecast warns. Now I'm not going to sit there and say no, so that's a lie, but it feels strong. It it feels very strong when you use the term life-threatening. life-threatening yeah, now, that's what it feels strong. Granted, we just got out of one, and certainly there were some areas, particularly down in southeast, that yes. got hit heavy. And you know, if this is true, that means there's not a lot of time to prepare. Looking at the forecast, and by the way, this isn't a uh, a weather uh, radio show. I'm just we just happen to be. I would like to make it one sometimes. <laughs> talking about it, um, it's supposed to start on Sunday. I mean, we're looking at seventy percent, ninety four percent, ninety two percent, eighty seven percent, forty six next Thursday. Oh, a break! Yeah, so you get a, a possible break. <laughs> I love these percentages. By the way, it's not just like it's not ninety; it's ninety two percent chance of rain. Right. Right. I, some part of me is like Chris, and the overly analytical things in life bother me. Like, 92% chance of rain? Like, who cares? Yeah, and, you know, if I'm not mistaken, that doesn't mean 92% of the area. It just means 92% of that particular area will see rain. Correct. So, yeah, doesn't mean that, you know, 92% of San Diego is yeah. going to be... No. Uh, covered in rain. So, well, I got. Uh, you may have not have heard about this, but this was something I griped about on the Scraby Show and the Daily Gripe. I definitely didn't hear it. It was about how I got duped on X. 
by a woman who posts she posted a really incredibly written tweet about how there's that, something called the arc storm coming. Is that why you got duped? Because it was really incredibly written? It was incredibly written. It was really <laughs> that's, long, that's too. That's what you bought into? And the link at the bottom of the tweet was to a PBS, oh, PBS. website. So I was Reputable. like, okay. Yeah. Apparently, this woman admitted later on that she had no idea what she was talking about. She was just trying to get clicks. And because a bunch, gotcha. of me- bunch of meteorologists were like, hey, this is extremely um, not unprofessional. This is extremely dangerous to be putting this out there, making people like hoard up <laughs> items. Trust me. I mean, oh, gosh. It's, she it's, was saying in this tweet that it was going to be hundreds of inches of rain. It was basically like Noah was going to happen when, all When over you said again. hoarding, it took me back to like the no, no toilet paper oh. during. Uh, Do you remember COVID? that? <laughs> Do I remember it? The most ridiculous Shh. thing. Yeah, no, people were stashing toilet paper for like, it was, that was the item, right? We gotta have toilet paper. <laughs> it's so weird how we went and took up <laughs> toilet paper, of all things. Yeah, nonetheless, hopefully yeah. this this storm lessens, you know, Cal San Diego in particular has a has a tendency to have these storms headed their way, and then they break up, they're not as heavy, hopefully that it's that way, because there, again, there are certain parts of San Diego that certainly could use the break away from rain for a little bit. For sure. All right, let's get into the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington, woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit is our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. We are going to go over our bets from last night, talk about a couple bets for the weekend, and then we're going to go over something that I'm going to keep to myself until the end. And uh, Wait, what? Yes. Just just bear with me. Okay. I have fully bought into one thing, and you'll find out in about five minutes. Last night, we bet on the University of San Diego. They went up to San Francisco to play the Dons. The Dons were 18.5-point favorites in the game. Um, Chris chose USD. We both chose USF. USF won 95-79, but they didn't cover, so Chris wins that bet. CSUN at UCSD. We all chose UCSD. They were 11-point favorites. This one did... Work in our favor. UCSD won by 21 points, 83-62. Then South Carolina women's basketball, minus 27.5 on the spread. They were playing Auburn. Both of us, Tony, chose South Carolina, and Chris chose Auburn. Chris was correct once again. South Carolina won, but they only won by 22, 76 Another bad day of gambling for me. You should have joined in on this one because you have. always pick the Lakers. But maybe that's why we actually won. Maybe. Celtics were 15-point favorites last night. Chris chose Boston. I chose the Lakers. Tony chose no action, as Chris would say. And the Lakers won the game, and they won big, 114-105. So all bet on that Laker one. fans were saying like last night, expletive, expletive Celtics. Oh, oh. Is that still a thing, that rivalry? Of course, it's always going to be a thing. I feel like they haven't really, like... The last time they really played was in the finals with Kobe and Paul Pierce. And that they was just like, haven't. I mean, it's 
to just the stars having a line for them to play in a final. All right. Celtics well, Celtics have been to what one in that time frame? Played the Warriors maybe got beat. Lakers have been to one in that time frame, and they won in the bubble. Yes, they did. Anyway, I was just trying to get under your skin. Yeah, I just uh, ignored you. <laughs> Some of the bets for this weekend. Tomorrow, 12.30 p.m., San Diego State at home to Utah State. San Diego State, five-point favorites in this game, Tony. I'll go first, and I, I, I'm thinking that San Diego State's going to win, but five points is a lot, especially with Utah State coming in being number one in the conference. So I'm going to say Utah State covers, but San Diego State wins. Aztecs by seven. Aztecs by seven. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put that down. Yeah, go by ahead. seven. Uh, next one is the Lakers tonight at the Knicks. The it's Knicks tomorrow. are tomorrow. Yes, is tomorrow. Sorry. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. I got it from NBA betting odds. Yes, tomorrow. You're right. Okay. Tomorrow. Uh, the Lakers, or I'm sorry, the Knicks are five and a half point favorites in this one. You go first. Lakers. No action. <laughs> We're going to do this now. No, no action, baby. For the rest of time. Until they lose again. <laughs> no action. I'm going to go Lakers after their big win. I'm assuming, like you said, that AD and LeBron are going to be ready to go play in New York. Now, here are the bets that I am. Here's what I'm buying in on. I'm over being angry about Taylor Swift. Thank her. you. Oh, my god! I'm over being angry about it. <laughs> You I'm want. so happy you stopped wasting your energy on that. It, I never really wasted that much energy. Yeah, in the beginning of the year, I was annoyed by it, for sure. I was annoyed by everybody in the world talking about the three seconds that Taylor Swift was shown at a at a Chiefs game. Very annoyed by it. Jealous? <laughs> no, I'm jealous that Taylor Swift got three <laughs> just, seconds of TV just, time. Just asking. I have accepted that this is a thing now. And yes. so we're just going to go forward, and it's it's a part of the NFL. It is. It's not only a part of the NFL. It also will be a part of our countdown later on today. It will be a part of our <laughs> countdown. But it's also going to be about some of the bets. We're, we're not going to bet on these, but we're going to talk about some of the Taylor Swift crafted I can't prop wait bets to hear for the somebody, Super Bowl. These prop bets. Literally. <laughs> Sportsbooks are making Taylor Swift prop bets. And I bet you that, I mean, a flood of bets are coming in. The reason why this is a story, because so many bets are coming in on these type of prop bets. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift might be the biggest um, money maker for anyone in the world. Anything. Anything. <laughs> We've spent so much time on her this week, and it's just insane. Anyway, here are some of the bets. Will Swift wear a Travis Kelsey jersey during the game? Are we counting the jacket jersey? Are we Ooh, just talking? Uh, if we're talking, we're going to talk strict jersey. Strict jersey. Yeah. No. No. The answer is no. I agree. What will be the primary color of Swift's top during Super Bowl Fifty Eight? It's red. Come on. It's got to be some chief color. Red or gold right. or white or something yeah. like that. Well, they're wearing red, right? They are wearing, wearing red. red. So it's going to be red or gold. Gonna, it's going to be red. Red will be the base color. If I were her, I would wear like green. <laughs> Just, just throw everybody throw off. Everybody <laughs> off. Uh, another one. We'll she seems like the type that like would do that. If, that if they, she found out there was all these prop bets and they, if she found out the color schemes that she would she would go the opposite. I think I would too. I would. It too. would be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, will Swift wear an outfit made by Kyle Yuschek's wife? Now I have a personal beef with this question. Oh, or this why bet. you don't think she should be making the enemy clothes? I have no issue with Kyle Yuschek's wife making. Uh, clothes for the Chiefs when 
it's not leading up to the Super Bowl. <laughs> She's not playing. She gave Taylor Swift a yeah, but her husband is playing. She He's gave not Taylor making Swift the jackets. A custom Travis Kelsey jacket she's last not, week. She's not make. He's not making the jacket. How does it affect him? I just saw my man sun tanning uh, on, in barefoot on the on the field a couple weeks uh, last week. Who was that? Yushek. Yushek. Him and uh, CMC. Oh yes, I did see that too. But that doesn't mean I mean he's not I'm wearing. Saying, it. He's he, not sitting he's here not, stitching not like he's a stitching, Chiefs jacket. Exactly. So why is it? Why is it a big deal? I want to give her credit. Her name's Kristen, so I don't want she's, to reference uh, her as Kyle Uchek's wife. The stuff she's putting together is amazing. She's also just been awarded licensing with the NFL, so she can make her clothes. She's so gonna she, make a ton she, of money. Yeah, she was probably doing that illegal, right? And then once uh, once Taylor Swift got it, NFL had to get on board real quick, huh? Yeah, because I mean, yeah. she, if she didn't have the license until now, would it, she was still using the I jerseys? Would, I wonder if she. Listen, let me tell you. I'm looking at her jacket that she made for Taylor Swift, and there's no like Chiefs uh, logo on there. Okay, so maybe she got the the. See, it's, it's she it got looks the, like it, but there I can't see a logo. Yeah, on so it. maybe she got the uh, license, so now she can act, keep that logo. It's only gonna make the product. That much better. Oh, of course. Whew. Of course. She's she's sitting on a gold mine. She's I wish I was an to. artist. Think of something like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to throw paint on the wall and sell it for a billion dollars. That would be sweet. Uh, back to her. some That's of the awesome. bets. Yeah, it is cool. And I, I love it because she is Kyle, or she's Kristen Juszczyk, and Juszczyk is a very good player for the 49ers, so I may even buy some clothing from her one day. I don't know if that's... If I ever get a girlfriend or <laughs> anything. Just, I, my guess is those jackets are cheap. That's <laughs> my guess. I would assume so. <laughs> uh, if if, if uh, Taylor Swift's wearing one, I'm sure she got it for free, but very expensive. Uh, will Swift, will Taylor Swift or Jason Kelsey be shown first during the national anthem? I don't know if either of them are going to be shown. If Jason well, Kelsey's well, it's shirtless, not about if it's wait. So will is it Swift first or bet- Kelsey be shown first? Like between the two? I guess they're yeah. They're not really clarifying this. Let's take it as between the two. I think Kelsey gets the nod. They're going to flash to him, mm, and because he is Mister soon after. A bit. They, I mean, the the next flick is going to be her. I could also see him tearing up during the national anthem or something. He's going to be holding his his. <sighs> no, we're talking Jason. Oh, we're oh, talking yeah, brother. No, I thought we were talking Travis. Okay, no. yeah, no, it's it's Swift. It's Taylor. Swift. Taylor's yeah. getting on there first. Okay, here's a popular one that I will have to find. How many times will Swift be shown live? And after the the news yesterday or two days ago, she was only shown 44 seconds on the AFC Championship broadcast. I don't know how many instances that was. But I'm going to say over under four. All game? All game. That might be a good number. Like even with four? I think that's why it's... Okay, I'm going to go over under five. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under, too. Uh, and then I'm looking at any of the interesting ones. Uh, I mean, don't force him. If there's no, no any more interesting ones. Well, okay, here's the last talk. one. Will Swift be shown more times, or will Travis Kelsey have more catches in the Super Bowl? <laughs> catches versus shown. So you got to say five. Travis Kelsey is well within the range of five. I'm yeah, going to say Kelsey. I'm going to say Kelsey, too. I'm going to say Kelsey. The dude had 11 catches he last did, game. And they're going to feed him. Yeah. They're going to feed him. So those are some of the bets. Well, actually, I'm going through this weekend and sending you guys a Google form that will have all of the bets we're going to make, and then we go through them next week and have fun with that. So Boom. There you go.
There you go. Oh, that would be me. Yeah, I am turn. sitting in for Chris L. today. He's traveling to Colorado State. Tony Gwynn Jr. here with me. When we get back, the Jaguars. <laughs> Tony's giving me the break sign. I know. It's, it's very annoying, actually, <laughs> now that I see it from your end. Wow. If you want to see that in the camera, I'm very annoyed by that. When we get back, I was set. There's, there's two ways we could go here. We could talk about the Jaguars and what they asked FanDuel. I was also sent a Instagram video about backwards parkers. And <laughs> we could do both. We could do both. All right. We'll talk about that when we get back on 97.3. It's going to make it the Chris. whole week we're talking All about. All week. <laughs> How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 322 on this partly cloudy friday for most of us a lot of rain early on now it's kind of subsided a little bit of course we were supposed to be a cathedral um, rain did not cooperate today. Knowing my luck, I would have electrocuted myself or I would have broken the very expensive equipment in the rain. So it was better that we didn't go. Way better. Yeah. But I mean, we did want to be there because we have been planning this for a little bit now. And Adam did do a lot of work too. So. No, we. I, I definitely wanted to be there. Um, but, you know, there are, we've, we've never done a, a day where it's rained. It's usually been. The weather has cooperated with us very nicely, unfortunately, and did not today. Uh, the Jaguars, Rawr. 
are asking for their money back. I don't know why. I and if that. you, uh, I think this story broke maybe a month ago. Yeah. Uh, one of their employees, Amit Patel, so, Amit Patel, mid-level finance manager, stole twenty-two million from the Jaguars. 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 In order to, it sounds like, put some bets down, right? Yeah, so he has pleaded guilty to stealing $22 million through a virtual credit card system that he, the Jaguars use for expenses. So he kind of found some sort of loophole, yep. and he was basically writing himself checks for a lot of money. He was transferring money directly from the Team VCC to the FanDuel account. I got to say, this guy is not very smart. Because he didn't do anything to cover his tracks. He spent $22 million. He also was like, I guess he was going on these lavish vacations and posting pictures of him on private jets. And he didn't have any of this money. And he was called by someone who's aware of him and his betting on FanDuel that he was one of the worst parlay. His name on the site was Parlay Picker. This person said he was legendarily bad. And he would he would play... You and him. I know. Parlay buddies. Parlay Pickers. I'm not, I hope, I'm not as bad and as you him. Are, I don't know. I would beg to differ. So he have is, you won a parlay on this show yet? Yes, I have. Maybe just like two or three. <laughs> okay. But I'm also not betting twenty four thousand dollars on That's these also parlays. True. He, also uh, true. this person, this anonymous person who knows about this, said that parlay picker is believed to be the biggest loser ever on FanDuel. <laughs> so that just shows you. But the funny part, yes. is that the Jaguars are asking for their money back, and FanDuel is basically telling them to go pound sand. Yep, <laughs> like the way they see it is they got the money fair and square. They didn't. They didn't cheat to get it. Some guy was just transferring money over, yeah. and it kind of makes sense. It it it'd be like, I don't know. I know exactly what it would be. Yeah, like. give it, give it, because I used to work in a bank. It would be like someone coming in, grabbing fifty thousand dollars in cash, walking out the door, dropping it in water, and it's gone. And being coming back in and being like, "Hey, I just dropped my cash. Can you get? Can you pay <laughs> can me I back?" Get 50 like, no, back? you're the one who dropped it outside of the bank. And one time, a guy did come back in the bank and With say that cash? he lost it. Oh, no, he didn't. I'm not kidding. He lost his cash. And we're what, like, wait, what was his solution to that? He he wanted you guys to give it back? He wanted, yes. He, he <laughs> yes. And it, it, this this plan wasn't thought out very well for, for this guy back when I was working as a banker. But, so I didn't know this until this article, but under federal law, Fed, Fandle does have an obligation to make sure the funds used for sports betting are legally obtained. But... Daily fantasy is a little bit different. Sports betting and daily fantasy are different. They weren't illegally obtained, were they? Yeah, because he stole it from the Jaguars. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah. th- that's where it was illegally obtained. But it wasn't like obtained through the mafia or through extortion or something like that. The sources familiar with the situation said discussions are ongoing among FanDuel with the Jaguars and NFL on what the source called a settlement. However, the source said the way they see it, we got this money fair and clear. It's not our problem that we have to forfeit it back to you. I would be gobsmacked if it happened, <laughs> says so Source. Would <laughs> so would I. There's zero chance that this the, the Jaguars get their money back. Stipend, Patel stipend, uh, siphoned the fun over three and a half years. Who is what? Nobody's watching this dude for three and a half years. This Nobody's is why noticing. I don't feel bad for the Jaguars. They clearly didn't miss the $20 million until... 
they figured it was gone or something. The one of the um, I guess coworkers of this guy said anonymously. I remember on Instagram he was taking baller style trips all the time <laughs> in the Hamptons, style. Miami, living a large life, bottle service at clubs. There was no way he could have afforded that lifestyle based on a Jaguar salary. <laughs> baller style events. And now, now, Go ahead. It says sources said FanDuel alerted the NFL to Patel's betting in January of 23 after he placed traditional sports bets in Tennessee. The amounts and types of wagers that triggered the investigation are unknown. The Jaguars had no knowledge of the embezzlement scheme or Patel's extensive daily fantasy habit until they were. They would have never known if the NFL didn't step in. Yeah. That's how much money these teams have. I think this is more embarrassment on the Jaguars. Oh, without a doubt. And because they didn't realize Not this only is it embarrassment to the Jaguars, but it's also an embarrassment to the NFL. Yeah. The other owners, I bet you, aren't very happy with uh, no. with Mr. Khan. It's very, it's very um, rich, as you would yeah. say, to ask for your money back after it was that stolen. Is, that's a you. strong play right there. Really <laughs> Drop my money in the water. Can I get it back? Uh, I, just, I, I don't want to get it twisted. This dude is playing... Amit Patel is kind of playing the victim that he had a oh, is he has he? a gambling disorder. He's an addict. He's an alcoholic. I don't think uh, the Jaguars are going to care about any of that. No, they're gonna, no, they're gonna he went sure. through rehab, so he's good. He doesn't owe twenty million. They're going to make. Anymore. They're going. They're going to fight. Did he spend any jail time in this, or is he? No, they well, they're still going through that. I don't. I, I, I don't There's... remember him spending any jail time. Maybe some, but I'm not seeing any jail time here. I love the quotes they got from the people around him. Oh yeah, it's great. It's like we had no idea how this guy was doing it. (laughs) We have no idea how this guy was living his life. All right, real quick though, before we go to break, I was sent this video. I'm sorry, you know who you are out there on Instagram. I I cannot find your username, but this uh, backwards parking thing has taken on a a new entire week. The entire week, it's infiltrated the Scraby Show. It's infiltrated my home life. But someone sent me this, basically said, this is Tony in a nutshell. Whoops. Of course. Where a loved one suffered from compulsive backward parking, better known as CBB. (laughs) Compulsive backward parkers tend to feel the excessive need to pull in backwards at every parking spot that they approach. (laughs) They park backwards even when they park forward. CBBs often sometimes even pull in forward just to realize that it doesn't feel quite right. So they have to pull out and back right on there. Furthermore, <laughs> these parkers are more times than not from the hood. Lastly, these compulsive backward parkers usually tend to feel as though that they are better than everyone else. <laughs> That's what I wanted to get there. Superior. We, you are, know what? we are better than everybody else. The video goes on to say they are. <laughs> so I thought what that is was it? Uh, funny. What was the, the diagnosis? What was the, oh, the, uh, the disease called? CBP, CBP, compulsive backward parkers. <laughs> That's good stuff. You know, I gotta say that maybe my my view on backwards parking has has changed a little bit because today I pulled in and I saw this spot and I was like, hmm, I'll just pull pull forward. I I cannot pull backwards. I am not going to do this. I'm going to pull into the spot like a civilized human being. Well, don't knock it till you try it, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's get to break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Chris Agger, San Diego State's assistant basketball coach. More going to Chris on the way. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays, too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love, like myself, Mediterranean food, try Spiros for authentic Mediterranean cuisine in Coronado or La Jolla. For dining or takeout options, visit SpirosCuisine.com. Looking to hear from Coach Chris Acker here shortly. Talk a little bit about this Utah State State game. See, I'm getting Chris's schedule mixed up with the men's schedule a little bit. Chris is in Colorado where the Aztecs – just came from yeah and uh he was last week at utah state where yeah who the aztecs are playing the men's team is playing this week so look to hear from chris acker here shortly uh scrape i got a text from from annie halbrum oh yeah she wanted you to know that she too she wanted me to know she wanted you to know specifically okay, okay. that she too is a backwards parker yeah this is it's a it's the new thing it's the new thing you know I annie think, there's nothing to say. I thought there's nothing to say. I, I, I thought you were not an arrogant human being like the rest of the CVPers <laughs> out there, the compulsive backward Parkers. Yeah, I didn't expect it from you, Annie. You know, this is great minds think alike, and uh, there's a lot of us out there getting out, getting in and out of parking places a lot faster than than some of you. Okay, other folks. can we stop with the faster? <laughs> I understand it's better for safety. It's, it's definitely not better. Faster. I, I read you the numbers last night. Yes, you did read me the numbers. I read of you the numbers last night. There's, there's a there's an absurd amount of accidents that happen from backing up. It's yeah, not, it's not going to be the case with with me. I understand that part of it, but it's not about the faster thing because it's not faster. Chris and I told you we we're tired of waiting for you guys to back in. <laughs> Tony even backed in his chair in studio the other day. That's how much I he's did. a backer in her. I did. Uh, Theo Epstein, mm, yeah. who had uh, been a big part of Major League Baseball's change this past season. You know, the pitch clock, uh, the bigger bases. Theo was uh, kind of spearheading that effort. You know, to bring those things to Major League Baseball now. Seems like he's getting out of that. I think he'll still help out in a uh, non-formal matter or non-formal way moving forward. But he's jumped in uh, with the big boys, the Fenway Sports Group. There, he is going to be a part of that. It's been pretty known in the baseball world that, or it's been said that Theo wanted to be an owner. Um, he certainly has uh, started to put those pieces together here. 
as he joins the Fenway Group. Now they own, I think they own some European soccer teams. Yeah, they own a lot. They own a lot of different things. Yeah, and I was reading his uh, comments, and he said, you know, I, I was always looking for an end to ownership. I'm like, yeah, I think a lot of people are looking for an end to ownership. <laughs> yeah, no, man, Theo's come a long way. I mean, I remember him interning here at San Diego as a, as a kid. Then he became the GM, left, uh, became GM with the Red Sox, won a World Series, left, came back, won some more, then went to Chicago, won them one. So uh, he's, he's a very decorated man, and uh, wish him nothing but the best of luck. All right, let's get to our phone lines. We're excited to have our next guest. Chris Acker joins us, San Diego State's assistant, assistant coach for the men's basketball team. Chris, how are you, coach? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. As always, love having you on. Uh, listen, there there are no off days in the Mountain West Conference. It seems like you go from one game that's a big one to the next. Utah State, no different as you guys uh, try to set step up to this challenge. What about this Utah State team has made them the number 17 team in the nation? Well, I mean, their ability to play every possession like it's their last Um they competed in lead level on the glass. Um, they're fearless. They play with extreme um, confidence and swagger, and um, they're 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 focused on getting the guy getting the, getting the ball inside to a guy that's averaging twenty two points a game in in arguably the best conference in the country. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this conference is just so so tough. You guys have come off some some coming off a tough loss there at Colorado State. What what are you looking for from this ball club, from your ball club, to kind of get them back on the right track here? Um, a sense of urgency okay. and um, a refocused commitment to competing defensively and, you know, finishing plays on the defensive end with the rebound. Um, you know, we've done a great job of getting out and running. Um, for the most part, this season we've taken care of the ball, but we got to Colorado State, and I think we had nine turnovers or ten turnovers in yeah. the first half and ended up with like 14 or 15 for the game. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how we take care of the ball as well. We're talking to Aztecs basketball coach Chris Acker here on 97.3 The Fan, and I'm curious because when I was younger and I used to turn over the ball playing regular basketball, <laughs> I used to have to run liners. But what what – kind of things in college basketball do you guys do to kind of refocus them into ball security and kind of the the things that they need to be doing each and every day? Well, I mean, you know, what's funny is we still run lines, but because <laughs> these games are so close day-to-day -day where you only have a one- or two-day prep, you can't run all the time. So um, we try to show them as much as possible on film uh, where we're making turnovers. And sometimes the defense does a good job and, and takes some things away and makes plays. Um, other times it comes down to us just being careless. Um, and then other times guys are just trying to be aggressive and make plays themselves. So we're trying to find a healthy balance of just trying to make plays, but make smart plays and uh, trying to find a way to be, to, to, to be stronger with the basketball. But we try to encourage them to do those things. And when they don't, of course, there's, there's consequences. And, you know, sometimes when you turn it over too much, the bench is the, is the biggest consequence. Yeah, uh, Coach Chris Acker joins us, San Diego State assistant coach for the men's basketball team. And, and Coach Acker, you know, on the outside, we tend to, you know, hit the panic button uh, a, a lot quicker than you guys do on the inside. You, you lose some tough, some close games, some tough games. How do you keep things in perspective as you go back, you look at film, and you try to dissect the things that you can get better on, also understanding that, as you guys have told us in the past, 
your objective is to peak kind of going into March and, and not necessarily in January, February. Yeah. And with that, we're trying to get better every single day. And so we are who we are right now. And coach Dutcher did a good job talking to our team today before practice and just telling them like, in order for us to play harder, we have to get back to the fundamentals and the fundamentals for us is our sound defensive mindset and knowing that we defend rebound, take care of the ball. That's what's gotten us championships in the past. And that's, what's going to get us championships in the future. So um, all of the other things that may be swirling around our minds as players that, that, that get you off kilter for the things that are important. We try to refocus them and get them back into those things and understand that, you know, today's practice, yesterday's practice were the most important days um, of the season. And so not to overlook those and, and, and worry about necessarily uh, Utah State, focus on us and get better internally and, and, and not really worry about the outside noise. Um, and, and I think um, that's the way Coach Dutcher lives his life, and that's the way his staff lives their lives. And so we hope that that permeates through the program and our guys um, lock in on that and, and it helps them. We're talking to Chris Acker, Aztecs basketball coach here on 97.3 The Fan, Gwen and Chris. And we I'm going to go back to the Colorado State game for a second. We saw Coach Dutcher get pretty upset the other night, and he's usually pretty calm, cool, and collected. What is your role when something like that happens? At that point, are you kind of hands-off, or are you there to maybe talk with him about it, talk him down, or what happened in that situation for you? Um, I think, you know, we've been together as a staff long enough to where – um, we all know that, you know, Coach Dutch is not an animated coach. He, he's kind of, you know, even killed. And, and um, you know, so when you see him get that upset, um, you know, as assistants, we're always fiery and we always got something to say and we always have an opinion and a thought on everything. Um, and we're always coaching the guys extremely hard and, and on them about every little detail. So um, the guys know and we know as the coaching staff, when he gets that upset, you know, just let him, let him vent. And, and you know, you saw – you know, how fast the guys turned it around and, yeah. and got us, you know, back on track because they don't necessarily see him that way all the time. So sometimes it's really good for a team to see their head coach, depending on his personality, um, change things up a little bit um, because it just shows how passionate he is and how, how important, you know, the moment is for him. And, and, and I think the great thing about, you know, what Coach Dutch uh, did and said in that moment was that, you know, this is about us continuing to get better. So regardless – of the outcome, we can't look like this. We can't mm. We can't come out here lethargic, not ready to go. Um, that's not what our program is built on. So that was more about protecting the, the identity of our program and what we're about than anything else. Coach, there, there was obviously – you go to a national championship last year, you lose some pretty big pieces off of that team. Now, obviously, you had the guys who were returning, and I don't think there was very many questions about those guys, but – to replace some of the depth that you had, two guys in particular that stand out to me that have, I thought have been pretty good so far is Jay Powell and, and the young Miles Bird. What have you seen from them as they've kind of found their way to get some minutes? It seems like Jay Powell's around the ball all the time. Just talk a little bit about those two, those two guys and what they're bringing off the bench. Yeah, I mean, starting with uh, Miles Bird, I mean, he's ascending. He's at the point now where – you know, he's fighting guys for minutes because he's competing. Yeah. And I think, you know, once you get a guy that's that talented to compete at an elite level, um, it gives himself a chance individually to be a dynamic player in this league and, and, and on this team and be an impactful guy on the, in this league and on this team. But it also, you know, gives the coaching staff confidence when you know you can look to the bench, um, whether a guy's tired or whether he's not playing well, he needs to come out. 
um, you can look down the bench and have confidence that when he goes in the game, there's not going to be a drop-off. So he's done a tremendous job. And then Jay Powell, like you said, Jay Powell's done a great job of, you know, Jay Powell played four years um, at another university. So to be in your fifth year of college and then transfer into a program and accept the role to come off the bench, first and foremost, takes time to adjust to when yeah. you started for four years and you've kind of been the guy. And so the fact that he's accepted that role shows how mature he is as a competitor and as a player, and that he's he's still trying to find his way within our program and and what we're asking of him every single day. So we're just trying to get Jay Powell to continue to play hard and continue to buy in that what he is doing on the floor um, is is going to help us ultimately accomplish our goals as as we move forth um, in February and closer to March. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you um, if I didn't if I didn't ask you about you guys your guys' best player Jaden Ladee so far he is. He has been outstanding, and, and I, I remember uh, talking to Coach Velasquez before the season started, and that was a guy that he highlighted the work that apparently he had been putting in during uh, the off season and, and into the, the 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 fall was noticeable from you guys, and it, it seems like it's playing out in real time this season so far. No, for sure, and and you know. For, for us as coaches, we want more and we want him to continue to improve because his journey is just starting. This is, you know, we talk about it all the time. This is the first time Jay Ledee's been, you know, the best player on a team, let alone one of the best players, if not the best player yeah. in the conference. And yeah. so, you know, this is new, new grounds for him and he's figuring out a lot. And I thought at Colorado State was one of his better floor games on the road that he's had where he's caught the ball inside and he's tried to find guys when, when guys are swarming him. So, you know, when you talk about getting better and improve the team, it starts with your best player. And yeah. so if he continues to be um, open to listening and coaching and, you know, understanding angles. Um, and, you know, we even watched him with Jaden on some of the other guys in our league that are having success down there. And so he's he's soaking it all up. He's trying to get better, but he's also trying to stay true to himself. So, um, you know, his his best basketball is ahead of him. Um, but the beautiful thing for Jaden and about Jaden is he's willing to put in the work. And like you said, I mean, that's why he's having success. That's why he's going to continue to have success. Now it's, it's, it's not just the brute work. It's more about the mental game for him and understanding where doubles are coming from and, and how to play um, when, when situations get erratic and, and, and the game speeds up for him. Can he slow down in his own mind? So, you know, we're looking for him to continue to get better as conference goes on. Chris Acker. Sangle State men's basketball assistant coach and coach. I, the thing that I, I just can't wrap my mind around in today's age is the success that you guys continue to have with transfers. I mean, this isn't you know a, a run and gun type of offense as we know. You you come in here, you're going to play D. Yet you guys continue to find really good transfers that not only are good but they fit into the program. What's been the secret? I mean, this year, I mean, having a guy like Reese Waters come over, uh, you talked a little bit about Jay Powell. I mean, these aren't that's not an easy thing to accomplish, yet you guys seemingly do it every year. Yeah, I think it's, again, staying true to the culture and, and looking at all the guys in the portal and figuring out what's the best thing for San Diego State. Because sometimes, for example, like, you know, you got Keyshawn Johnson, you got um, – you know, guys that play that position, uh, he left. So then you're looking and identifying a guy that can kind of fit some of the similarities that Keyshot had in terms of his ability to defend. Yeah. And so you look in the portal and you say, well, shoot, Jay Powell may be able to stretch the three a little bit. You know what I mean? And, and, and he can handle the ball a little bit. So he brings a little bit something 
that Keyshawn didn't have, but we never compromised what we're looking at from a defensive standpoint. Right. And he and he brings a little bit of that. And then you lose Matt Bradley, and you try to figure out well who can come in and score the basketball, but can stay within the floor of what we're doing. There's a lot of guys out there that can put it in the hole, but we have really good players coming back. You got Lamont, you got Darion, you got Micah, you got Jaden. So we don't need a guy that's just coming in trying to play one on one. You need a guy that's going to come in and kind of fit in with the flow of what we're doing, but also be able to score the basketball. And so you identify a guy like Reese Waters, um, and and he fits in seamlessly to to what we're doing. And at the end of the day, um, we're trying to push all these guys to to fully commit to the defensive end and plan hard and intensity level. Um, that you have to play with to win championships here. And these guys are doing a good job trying to buy in. So we're going to continue to demand more for them. But, but you know, we, we tend to trust our eyes on what we're seeing on film. And Coach Dutcher does a good job even saying no to certain guys that we yeah. may like, um, but, but identifying the guys that fit into what he wants, ultimately, which is the most important thing. It's amazing. Not an easy thing to do, but you guys have found a way to do it seemingly year after year. Coach Acker, we appreciate your time, man. We'll let you get out of here. Good luck tomorrow, and we'll be we'll be watching. All right, I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for having me on, and go Aztecs. Go Aztecs. Thanks, Coach. Go Coach Chris Acker, San Diego State's assistant coach on the men's basketball team, joining us, kind of breaking it all down. I, I, I can't get over all the, the horror stories we hear about the portal, and I can't think of – one that has gone wrong, at least in the last four years. They've been really good at working I mean, out. really good. Really good at, at getting guys that fit this style. It'd be different if the Aztecs were a team that, you know, put the ball in a hole, they scored a bunch of points, everybody's, no, it's not like that. Like, if you don't play defense here, you're not going to play. And yet they keep finding guys that are willing to buy into the culture that has been built here. And I, I just think that's, in today's day and age, it's, it seems like it's almost impossible. That's what I was thinking. Like, there's, it's all, it's not, every player is not all about me, but there are a ton of people that are all about me these days. And it doesn't seem like, I don't see the Aztecs doing the me, me, me thing, which is I, nice to see. It, it, it's, it's, I, I don't see it either. I mean, going back to the year, going back to 2020, right, when, they had Malachi Flynn and, and and some of those guys who who had transferred over. It just seems like every year they've been able to stay on that level, you know, every season. Yeah. No matter what the position is, no matter who it is that leaves, they they find guys that fit in. Um, and I think that's why this 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 program has ascended the way it has. I mean, a national championship game last year. And uh, it just you you got to be pretty proud looking at this program. I know they lost against Colorado State. They're five and three. Not yeah, at the still top. They're a good team. Colorado um, State and the Aztecs. They're going to have a chance to to bounce back for sure. So appreciate Coach Chris Acker coming on and joining us. We are about to get to break here. Oh, we just got a text from Mister. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> just got on oh, the bus. Okay. Ninety minute ride to Fort Collins. Sorry, I'm not joining you guys today. He, he actually he, is very sad he's about giving, Carl Weathers. He, he, he gave us a sad emoji face, too. Man. If Chris is not giving blushy face emojis, that means he's actually sad. <laughs> I've never seen met somebody who gives the blushy face emoji I, like as often as Even he though does. we've explained to him that's a very romantic <laughs> feeling that he's sending us. <laughs> Three, four o'clock hour on the way. Gwen versus the fans, 833-288. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.